welcome back to Hanging with Harriet. Last episode, me and Mason had an amazing conversation about the TV show 24. It was super fun because I wasn't expecting that we would go through the entire show and break down each individual season the way we did, but that's what we ended up doing and I had a complete blast while doing it. <laughs> By the way, I would still highly, highly, highly recommend that you watch 24. It's such an amazing show. Anyway, here's a little update about kind of the state of the global COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, As of the time of this recording, there are 2.92 million confirmed cases worldwide with 204,000 deaths, and 54,000 of those deaths have been in the United States. Uh, Here in Minnesota, the governor just recently made the decision that distance learning will continue for the rest of the year. I mean, you saw it, you could totally see it coming, but it's, I mean, it's kind of a relief that, you know, we know it's official, but at the same time, it's really disappointing that, you know, we won't be able to go back to school as we know it to finish out the year. And it's kind of sad because at my school, spring symposiums have been canceled, which are some of the most fun things we do all year. And, you know, we likely won't have a graduation ceremony, which is pretty sad. And, you know, everything's being canceled and being moved to online. And this has also affected college for me. And in this episode, I'm going to talk about kind of my college journey and how I have got to where I am right now. Like most people, my journey to college started in high school. Uh, Freshman year, I did not think about it at all really because I was you know a new freshman I was coming out of homeschool into public school and I had a lot more on my plate Uh, college was the least of my concerns because you know I was trying to work through a difficult transition period Um, looking back I'm glad that I didn't worry about college then because it would have like I said just been another thing on my plate and just been completely overwhelming. So I didn't really think about college at all freshman year. Sophomore year was where things started to get a little interesting. Uh, One of my classes that year was anatomy and physiology. And through this class, I really discovered my passion for science and medicine. It was absolutely awesome to learn about the human body, how it functions, how it's built, and just the really deep complexity of the human body and how cool it is. Of course, the dissections were the best part of the whole class. We dissected things like chicken legs, sheep brains, pig hearts, and cats, like whole cats. By the way, I cut myself with a scalpel when we we dissected the pig hearts. And if you have cut open a pig heart, you know what I mean. The pig hearts are super tough. So we had to cut it open, you know, to see the inner workings of the heart. And as I was trying to cut it open, my scalpel blade slipped and it sliced a shallow cut across my finger, which was kind of embarrassing, but (laughs) I mean, it hurt. Anyway, the best part of the whole class was dissecting the cats. So like I said, we got a whole cat. You were, we were assigned a partner, 
and we eat and we shared a cat to dissect. It's kind of funny. The cats just came in these like big plastic bags, open it up, you know, just this very distinct smell of formalin comes out. You know, it, formalin's a pres preserving fluid. And it was absolutely awesome. Uh, me and my partner, we named our cat George, but later found out that it was a female cat. I mean, we still kept the name because, you know, why not? So now I can say I have actually skinned a cat. The best part was cutting uh, all the skin and getting it to a point where you could take like the whole cat's skin and you could start towards the back and just peel the, like, the entire skin off the back of the cat. And it made an absolutely fantastic noise when it came off. And it was kind of funny. We had to actually, when we put our cats, when, when we were done dissecting our cats for the day, we had to put them back in their bags. So we, what we would do is we would wrap the cats in their skin that we had, that we had taken off to like preserve them a little bit. So that was fun. And later on in the dissection, uh, we discovered that my cat had worms in its stomach. So picture the worms kind of like, you know, like a ramen noodle? Picture that, but just like a bunch of them. That's kind of what the worms looked like. They were all like in the stomach along with like, yeah, they were just all just in the stomach and they were like winding their way through the intestines which was both really cool and really gross to like look in this intestine and it's just stuffed with worms and yeah just it was really gross but really cool all this to say that anatomy and physiology was one of my favorite classes and it was very influential in that it showed me kind of what I want to do with my life you know I want to pursue a career in medicine so now we go on to junior year. Uh, for the longest time, I thought a career in the military would be pretty cool. You know, kind of that boyhood dream of, you know, becoming a soldier. But I also had this newly discovered passion for medicine. So what I, the thought was, you know, what if I just combine the two and it would be like, you know, the perfect dream and the perfect career. So I did some research and I found... Uh, Air Force pararescue jumpers. So think basically kind of special forces medics whose mission is to, you know, rescue rescue wounded soldiers in combat zones, often including, you know, parachuting into a hostile environment, you know, rescuing the soldiers, treating them and then, you know, getting them out. So I thought that's what I wanted to do because it combined like being a soldier with medicine and I thought like that was it that's the goal and I went through most of junior year thinking that this was you know now my new mission in life and this is what I was going for you know I even talked to like an air force recruiter and you know I was I was actually I was seriously considering becoming a pararescue guy However, the excitement soon began to wear off and I realized I was simply trying to, you know, just fuse a boyhood passion, a boyhood dream with, you know, one of my newly discovered passions and it just wasn't really working out and it wasn't really the best thing for me.
But the biggest thing that changed my mind over this whole time was just really God showing me that this really wasn't his plan for me. Like this was where kind of I was trying to take control and, you know, make my own future. But that just wasn't what God had planned for me. So I went through this long, difficult process, you know, talking with other people, you know, like talking through it with my parents, talking through with my youth pastor, friends, and just really getting a lot of different opinions and just having good, honest conversations. I also had to, you know, really kind of deeply examine, like, what are my dreams and desires? And is this what I really want? And is this really the best for me? But above all, prayer was the best thing. And through this, God really showed me his plan for me. And I feel like God is really calling me to become a doctor. And a huge way he spoke this to me was through the fantastic book, Appointments with Heaven. And in this book, there's this doctor who grew up in, I think, rural, I think it was like Alabama or Arkansas. And it was just his story of just how he grew up and how he eventually ended up in medical school and how he became an ER doctor and just he was he was a country doctor and it was it's just such a really just cool way just to see how like God used him through you know becoming a doctor and how he was able to help so many people and just the you know absolute crazy experiences he had and that book just really left me thinking like wow that's really cool. I could do that. And that kind of really started kind of that passion in me. So I kind of, I kind of knew the end goal. Like I want to become a doctor and this is what I want to do. But then the next thing was, okay, now I got to figure out you know, how to get there. And this is where senior year started. And we all know one of, if not the biggest things emphasized during your senior year is, you know, searching and applying to colleges. So I knew that I, you know, both wanted and needed and need to go to college to uh, reach my dream of becoming a doctor. And it's a long, hard process. Like you got to get a four year bachelor's, then you have to apply, get accepted to med school, four years of med school. And then depending on what you want to do, it can be a couple more years of residency. So a very long and hard process to become like a doctor. So I was, the thinking was, okay, you know, let's just focus right now on a four-year bachelor's. So I want to stay local for college. For two things. One is to, you know, save money. I can, you know, stay home. And because Duluth really is just such an awesome place. I've traveled to many different parts of the country, seen a lot of different places, a lot of different things. And in my opinion, Duluth is one of the best parts of the entire country. So for college, that left me with the University of Minnesota Duluth, UMD, and the College of St. Scholastica. I toured both of the colleges and I applied to both of them thinking that it would eventually, you know, come down to the money, which I really 
hated, you know, just to to think that this could all just come down to money. But, you know, it's college is expensive. But yeah, like but deep down I knew that Scholastica was the place for me. It's where, you know, I want to go. I liked it because it, you know, it's smaller than UMD. It feels more like a tight-knit community. And plus the building looks like a castle. And honestly, who wouldn't want to go to school in a castle? So I submitted my transcript and application. And Scholastica came back and offered me uh, $23,000 per year part of their Benedictine scholarship and that was a huge help because that actually makes it possible to attend Scholastica which is you know more expensive than UMD. So I have decided to attend Scholastica and I will be starting there later this fall. Uh, things are interesting though with the pandemic because you know orientation like where I sign up for classes this fall will be online and it remains to be seen if, you know, Corona will affect the fall semester. Uh, I hope it doesn't, but you know, it remains to be seen, and you you never know. Here's my advice for either applying to or you know if you're thinking about college. Uh, I am in I am in no way an expert. I'm just speaking from my personal experience. Um, first thing is don't feel like you have to have your life figured out in high school because plans change, life changes, and this world is a crazy place. So don't feel like you have to be pressured into having your entire life figured out in high school. And also there are tons of rewarding and fulfilling things to do in life that you do not you know, need college for. But if you do decide to go to college, uh, work hard to get good grades. Good grades make acceptance into college and you know scholarship applications so much easier and makes you a more competitive applicant and you have a higher chance of getting you know accepted and a bunch of good stuff. Also, apply for tons of scholarships to help pay for college because you know college is expensive and scholarships will definitely help. Another thing I would say is don't choose a career based on money. Uh, do something that will make you happy and will give you a purpose or a mission. Uh, money you know, can only bring temporary happiness, not lasting joy. You know, Only God can give lasting joy and fulfillment. So that is kind of how my story of how I arrived, you know, where I am in this whole college process. I have made many mistakes along the way, but you know God's been guiding me and providing for me throughout this whole crazy process, and I'm super excited to see where I end up in the future. Thanks for listening to Hanging with Harriet. You can find this podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public, and Anchor with Apple Podcasts coming in the near future. And they are taking forever. But hopefully it will be coming. Once again, thank you for listening and stay tuned for more episodes coming your way.